Have you ever wondered, if I had all the money I ever thought I needed, I would be complete? And then, just for good measure, throw in an extra million dollars. Can't you just taste it? And what would you do with that extra cash? Tasting completeness. Some people taste it enough to want it, but never enough to pursue it fully. Or as Samuel Goldwyn quipped, I read part of it all the way through. For the next several minutes, I'd like you to imagine a different table than the one here in the sanctuary. If you would, think of people who are different from you. They look different, sound different, and some of them might smell, well, not so good. Some you don't like, and some don't like you. One treated you badly, others have questionable backgrounds, and then there are those who are just plain rude and obnoxious. A ways down at the long table, you see some people you like and are compatible with you. But you don't get to pick who is next to you. And once you sit, you look at, you look at all the dishes. The bowls are filled with suffering, pain, and anguish. Some have understanding and, and compassion. Other bowls are filled with rejection and alienation. You do see a plate with love on it and a glass filled with joy. You begin to taste a bit of each. Now, I recognize this is not the easiest thing in the world and it certainly isn't comfortable. It may not look like the table here in the sanctuary, but the table I'm describing, it's the table of life. And when we partake of the bread and cup today, they will not provide much in the way of nourishment. Later on, we will eat and partake of substantial food in whatever meals we have. But this supper, this supper does offer nourishment for the inner spirit. In tasting completeness, we take in the elements of suffering, pain, and anguish. And Understanding, compassion, but also rejection and alienation. And yet we also take in love and joy. For these are true realities of life. During these brief moments, won't you focus on these things? Not how good this service is. Don't worry if the music is exactly what you like or don't like. When eating, don't focus on whether the food is prepared exactly right and exactly to your liking. Focus on the true stuff of life. Michelle and I were out to dinner with another couple several years ago, and the husband was dying of cancer. We were talking about the meal and, and asked if the food was to their liking. And he looked up, and with a smile on his face, he said, David, it's not about the food. And I realized then and there that sharing a meal with others 
is all about the relationships. And so whenever Michelle and I worry too much about what we're eating or the service in a restaurant, we use that code phrase to remember what our priorities need to be. And one of us says, it's not about the food. So yes, we are called to focus on the true stuff of life. And after we've taken all that in, and if then we find ourselves still hungry, I suggest we fill up on our own inadequacies and shortcomings. And as we do, we will learn to accept ourselves and accept the shortcomings and inadequacies of others. And then the people around you at at the table I was describing, well, they won't look the same anymore. So I want to turn to our lesson from Matthew that Michael read for us. You've heard it was said, Jesus said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but but I say to you, love your enemies and, and pray for those who persecute you so that they may be children of your Father in heaven. For God makes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be whole, therefore, as God is whole. Be whole as God is whole. This is what our sermon series is about. Finding fullness and wholeness as a family of faith. There are times when we must taste rejection and suffering and people not liking us. God in Jesus Christ tasted all those things and more. This past week I shared a story in the wave. Some of you may have read it, but it bears repeating. A friend of mine was out of sorts with her mom, and they were she was an adult, um, but they weren't hardly speaking to each other. But it was their routine to go to church every Sunday. And as they were in the midst of communion, her mother just reached over and touched her. And after that, things were okay between them. That touch, that communication of acceptance and understanding made the relationship whole again. Tasting complete. I want to share another story of a friend who was at a church and they told of how the minister uh, had been there a long time and was beloved by the church, he and his wife. And, and um, his wife was in the final stages of dying from cancer and, and she was bedridden and they had a parsonage. They happened to live right next door to the church. And she only had a week or so to live. And as I say, she was bedridden. And during the worship service on a particular Sunday, at that particular time, they had communion. The ushers and deacons served communion to the entire congregation. And then at the very end, after everyone had been served, they left 
through the side door. The congregation sat in silence as the ushers went across the parking lot and into the parsonage and served the bread and the cup to the pastor's wife. And then they came back. What a moving experience that was. For they tasted completeness in their community of faith. And so it was that that wonderful writer and theologian, James Baldwin, could observe. The moment we cease to hold each other, the moment we break faith with one another, the sea engulfs us and the light goes out. But to put that in the positive, the moment we hold each other, the moment we have faith in and with one another, the darkness cannot overcome us and the light increases. Love cannot be parochial. It must be wide and embracing. The tax collectors treated their friends well and the Mafia and the mob, well, they have a very, very strong sense of family. Loving family is great. I love mine. But if that's where it ends, it's, it's not enough. It's sad when someone only lives for their family. Caring for and, and loving friends is great. I love my friends and, and I love my church family. But if that's where it ends, it's not enough. It's sad when someone only cares for the people in the church they know. Love for family and friends is not enough in the kingdom of God. Notice I said kingdom, not kingdom. A king, well, the kingdom presents this image of somebody over everyone else. In God's kingdom, we are all kin. With one another. You see, God cares for all. Will we? We must be broad in our caring and love as God is. Neighborhood church, be whole. Be whole as God is whole. In communion, at this table, And at the table of life, we are invited to taste the completeness of God, which includes brokenness and salvation. And I want to make it crystal clear. We can only taste that completeness as a community of faith when the bread and cup move beyond this table and beyond these walls. If what we do here is only for us and feeling good about us, then it's not enough. It is only when we are becoming Christ's body in and for the world that we are finding fullness and wholeness as a family of faith. Be whole. Be whole as God is whole. By being God's people and helping all people to be God's people. And I know that's a lot of people, so let me say it again. By being God's people and helping all people to be God's people, it is to love and be loved, to accept 
and be accepted, to embrace and be embraced as we are all together tasting completeness. We taste completeness, not to be fully satisfied, but to know what God wants us to taste. And actually, it is in a very deep sense to taste God and the fullness therein. World Communion Sunday is a day in which we as Christians are not banded together because we are special, but because we are banded together for special service, caring, compassion, and love. Tasting completeness today. God's completeness. And that, my friends, is the best meal of all. Amen.